Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Kim Foganell with Kim Fo X Williams Ish Nap Brett and Greg and please everybody welcome back Napoleon You know Shout out to the homie Shire. Shout out to all the Kenfo here keeping the motherfucking vibes right. Y'all know what it is. We miss you so much, bro. Welcome back, baby. Welcome back. You already know if you have been checking out, of course, the previous episodes. Unfortunately, Napoleon have not been able to make it. But now and then on, or I'm sorry, for the future, he will be back on Kenfolk and them. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm very excited for this episode because we have a very, very special guest. Our brother... Our Langham Creek brother, Otis Tebugavu. (laughs) (laughs) I got it right. We went over this. We called it. You still don't fuck it up. We live. Otis. Otis Ebudgabu. I got it. I got it. I got it. Ish, would you like to take Ish? Would you like to take over right quick and, and pronounce it correctly? Nah, bro, you good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. He's talking to me like, man, he's going to mess it up once we get live. <laughs> What's good, Kimfo? What's good? What's good, Otis? Yeah, when they told me we were coming back on, I was like, yo, the boys are back in town. Yo, we had, we had some good times with Lane Creek. Lane Creek and some of y'all are Aragon Middle School. They go all the way back to the Wildcat days. So, you know, it's uh, hey, Dub, hey, Dub in the building. Hey, hey Dub in the building. Yeah. Hey, we ain't gonna take it. We ain't gonna take it all the way back to y'all losing days until y'all finally have to come to high school and finally win some games. We're not gonna do that. Days of getting your ass bust. We went. Hey, now. So until sophomore year. All right, guys. So before we get into these topics, let's go ahead and let everybody know where we where they can find everybody on the Kim Folk and them. If you are on Facebook checking us out, please make sure you like and share this broadcast. If you are checking everything out on the YouTube page on um, on the Sports Plug, we also will be broadcasting this on Kim Folk and them YouTube page after this episode. So please make sure you subscribe to the Kim Folk and them <coughs> YouTube page as well. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So I know you guys, of course, checked out the recent broadcast of this past 2020 NBA Finals. The Lakers finally finished out and beat the Miami Heat in six games. And it looks like Otis is a little bit happy about that. So, of course, instead of talking about the actual finals, because everybody can talk about that. Let's go ahead and speak upon, is this LeBron's greatest championship run? Because this is number four now. So, out of the ones that he's actually won, not lost, is this his greatest championship run? Oh, did you want to go ahead and start off? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all letting me go first. You know, youngest, youngest always goes first, as I always say. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I, I don't. Um, I think it was great. I think uh, I think this is a little bit of a easier path. Nonetheless, Lakers still won. You got to play who's in front of you, but like LeBron, 
But let me tell you something. 2012 was special. 2012 LeBron was special. And, and the reason why that's the greatest one is because what he did Boston, game six in the garden. Come on, man. 45 points, 15 rebounds, five assists on 73% shooting. And he exercised some demons, so. Nah, man, 2012 was definitely his greatest run, but this was something special, man. And, and for them to have the mental fortitude to go in that bubble since, I believe, June up until now and, 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 and tough it out when superstars couldn't. You saw Giannis folded. <laughs> Giannis folded, man. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis couldn't hang with the best of them, man. You see uh, 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 George Paul, as Skip Bayless likes to call him, and Kawhi all quiet behind. They couldn't even make it to the conference finals, man. These dudes could not hang with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, baby. I, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Number 17 for the Lakers um, uh, and one time for Kobe Bryant because uh, I feel like Tiffany Fair was definitely with the team and whatnot. But, but, yeah, to answer your question, I don't think this was the greatest championship run. I think 2012 Miami Heat was, especially him exercising this with Boston. Okay, okay, great. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to make my answer short and sweet. I'm going to say his greatest championship run is when he won it in Cleveland because uh, at the end of the day, it's fucking Cleveland. Cleveland is trash. Now, that so, I mean, he won it for the city of Cleveland. Shout out to everybody from Cleveland, but your town sucks, and y'all might not win, never win another championship. So LeBron did it for you guys. Uh, shout out to Cleveland. Y'all fucking suck. And uh, LeBron, that's LeBron's greatest championship run when he won it for Cleveland that uh, year. So shout out to y'all. I will angle. I will piggyback on what Greg's saying. Cleveland is a shitty ass city. Uh, I don't plan on ever going there. Angle, I ain't never been. I angle. I'll go. I will go to check it out just to make sure I'm right about it being trash. But what we did see is the we did see the economy drop a little bit once LeBron left Cleveland. Uh, when he not once but twice, we did see the economy, and we did see that LeBron definitely does hold a lot of weight in Cleveland. Because when he's not there, the, the the economy goes from billions to, you know, making hundreds of millions. Just saying. Uh, Is you want to hop in on this on this topic? Dang, y'all just trashing Cleveland like that. We went from being like respectful to just all the way straight disrespectful, like real quick. But anyway, um, I don't. I don't think that his greatest – I don't think you can count the Cleveland one as his greatest championship run only because um, he did still have help that year. And let's not forget that Kyrie really closed that series out for them. Um, so I don't feel like you could necessarily say that um, LeBron, that was his greatest. Um, I like what Otis said about uh, 2012 because they did get over the hump with the Celtics. I feel like the 2012 one to me was kind of like when Jordan back in the day finally beat the bad boy Pistons. It was like, you finally take over that, you know, you grabbing the throne now, you taking it over from the old heads, you gonna um, go forward with that. But the problem with that year is that um, they went on in the finals to play against the Thunder, which they dumpstered. So, I don't know if that could be the greatest. Uh, I might just have to go with 2013, where they unfortunately beat my Spurs in the finals. Um, 
they did have the Pacers in the Eastern Conference Finals, so I don't know. But I think the way they won that one in 2013, I think that probably was the greatest um, championship run for him. You don't don't disrespect the Pacers though. Let's remember who was on that Pacers team. That was a really good Pacers team with the head coach who just coached LeBron James to the finals right now. Hey man, all I'm gonna say is James Harden MVP, Kevin Durant MVP, Russell Westbrook MVP. That's that's, that's all I'm saying about 2012. That's that's now though. That's, that's now. That is that's separate. That's separate, not together though. Because when they were all together, everyone thought that OKC team was about to go on a dynastic run. Who that was after that was after they beat the Lakers. That was after they beat the Lakers, and everybody thought they were gonna take over the NBA and and that's I remember Otis Otis is I remember that. Otis is telling the truth. That was before the Heels became the Heels, and they had and the and OKC had their big three at the time. Come on, man! Well, and they had it's true. They had, come on, they man. had a they had a young surge. They had they had a young everybody. Kendrick Perkins, of course, young Perk. Yeah, we're having a conversation about stop that. James Cephalosha, the James don't forget about Cephalosha on that team. Oh, oh, shut up. oh my god, you guys gosh. are thinking of them now, exactly. James Harden was not the James oh. Harden. I side 2020, brother. They were not. I'm thinking, I'm getting up James Harden that got elbowed in the head by Ron Artest. That's the James oh, Harden I'm thinking about. Go look at their numbers that year. Y'all are uh, kidding. Russell Westbrook was jumping off this building that year. Kevin Durant was James Harden, I think. If I remember correctly, James Harden was sixth man of the year that year. I'm what was the final? What was the finals record? What What was the in the final series record? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's LeBron James. What you gonna do about LeBron James? He's not the king now. You can't stop the king. Otis, please. Let me say this, Otis. Otis, you're better than this, Otis. Otis, as my African brother, let me say this. You're better than this. Drugs are bad. Do not let your mother see you behaving in this manner. I've been drinking too much goat milk. You need to stop it. You need to stop it. Hey, speaking of coming to America, it will be on Amazon Prime December 18th, the sequel. Mm-hmm. Yes, coming coming to America too. We'll be coming. Yes, yes. I can't yeah. not wait to see well, that. Man, we thought we were oh, gonna, gonna, man, we're gonna make a movie called Coming to Cyprus. It's gonna be based on a bunch of bullshit too. <laughs> what? <laughs> This for here, this for here. <laughs> I, All right, Brett. What about you? What you got? What you got, Brett? I think this one is a super close second. To we didn't uh, ask for your team. second place, fool. Listen. We asked for the greatest. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I want to put this one first because it because it lasted so long. And they had to stay in shape. A lot more going on with the social justice, all that stuff that was going on, which made it more emotionally draining being in the bubble than any other title run. But I do like 16 the most when they had to come back. I, I think that was uh, that was the most impressive when they had to come back. But I think this... I mean, I mean, uh, to be in the bubble for as long as they were in the bubble, they had to do all the things that uh, they had to do 
Um, I think it was really impressive. And really, they didn't struggle with any series outside of the finals, which is more to be expected to struggle within the finals. But the Heat surprised everybody. Nobody thought the Heat would be able to play with them at all. And it ended up being a better series than we thought. But um, I think I think that this one was special just because of literally everything that was going on. You had Kobe, you had the bubble, the layoffs, and all the stuff that went on, which made this run specifically special. Now, I think that's what I, makes this one garbage. I disagree. You are here. I think it's going, Why you hate? I think it's the same. Nope. I think it's the same as um, how everybody always tried to talk about the Spurs when they won the lockout championship. They'd be like, "Oh, it was a lockout year." I, no, like, that's not even the same thing. thing. That's not even the same thing. It's the same thing. It's not a full season. It's not a full season. Oh, you you reaching. You reaching. If anything, it's a longer season. If anything's a longer season, what are you talking about? It went all the way into October. No, they didn't play a full season. Go ahead, Brett. Longer season. Ishmael, I only just I only disagree with that because they ended up. At least they started the season on time. They started the season on time, and it wasn't, you know, anything outside of their control that made the season stop. So it wasn't lockout, a strike. It wasn't yeah. something that the players said, "Hey, we gonna not play." It was a airborne playing. disease. Anyways, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna do that ish. Let me go yeah, ahead and wrap we're this up. Let me go ahead and wrap this up with with Mike going, and we can go ahead and go on to the next topic. I feel like this one was the most mentally challenging championship run probably for LeBron because of everything that was at stake. Of course, not just with the bubble, but also, of course, the social injustice LeBron was ahead of and and also carrying the torch on everything with that going on. Of course, like Brett said as well, with the death of Kobe Bryant early in the year and pretty much saying to Laker Nation, hey, I'm going to put everybody on my back and I'm going to make sure that we win a championship for, for LeBron to do that for this year. I think this championship has solidified LeBron as in he can literally score two points a game for the rest of his life. And he, his, his legacy is, it will not be touched anymore because his, his legacy is set in stone. He's fine. But I feel like what, like what Brett said as well, the championship against the Warriors is the greatest championship to me because of playing uh, playing against the the greatest team at the time in in the regular season, the Golden State Warriors, and then being down three one and coming back, even though yes, Kyrie w- was of course the finisher, but pretty much being the guy to lead that team to you know win in, in Game Seven, I feel like that's the greatest championship run. But you can also say with this run. You can also say as well, like people said going into the season, what did a lot of people say about LeBron? He couldn't do it in the West, right? So what he did was he beat the uh, the, the Blazers four one. When the Blazers went up, when the Blazers won game one, a lot of people said, "Oh, look at the Lakers, they trash." The gentlemen sweep them. Beat the Rockets for him, right? Man has Gentlemen sweep them. on the team. I understand that, but I'm just saying that's that's how social media. <laughs> hey, that's how social media works. So I'm just saying let's remember oh, let's Lord. remember the past. Let's bring it into the into the present right now. So what I'm getting at is people can say this. I can understand this this championship being the greatest run. I feel like it's the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Nap, you have any you have anything to say about this topic before we go to the next one? 
Mavericks, nigga. That's all I got to say. Already, already. <laughs> already. We should have just never asked that. We should not have asked, asked him at all. Yeah, we don't gonna banish you for the rest of the episode. No, you know what? Uh, I'll say this as a as a as a outside looking in basketball person, not a basketball person. I mean LeBron kind of is like that nigga, and he kind of been that nigga for a minute. So I guess, you know, as far as his legacy and things of that sort, you want to see him, you know what I'm saying? You want to see the black man have a happy ending, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a black man having a happy ending. Hey, I ain't, I ain't wrong with a black man having a happy ending. Nothing yeah. wrong with that, baby. Oh, you got it. Oh, my God. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, let's go, ahead. Hey, let's go ahead and go ahead and get on to the next topic. And of course, the main reason why we got Otis on the oh, show oh. for today, oh, oh. early voting, of course, started yesterday. And Otis, of course, is a Democratic representative in the state of Texas. And we feel like somebody like him that has the political background should give us and also people that are watching more uh, knowledge, not just with early voting but also voting in this upcoming election when it comes to also voting on november 3rd because some people cannot vote or early votes but a lot of people can have to wait until november 3rd so if you would like to uh go ahead and talk about um the early voting process and some of the things that you've seen so far in this early voting yeah 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 and and like you know i, I really want to start this off by by saying that like you know voting voting matters and Yo, we need to do this for those who have been killed um, unjustifiably by police officers, um, unarmed and innocently. Um, Breonna Taylor still doesn't have justice. Um, Sean Reed in Indianapolis, Wanda uh, Castillo, Mike Brown, um, the names go on and on and on. So, you know, just remember when you're voting, voting like your ancestors high for the circuit I'm wearing because. It's really, really important that we make our voices heard. Um, secondly, please do it for my sister in the struggle, Monica Roberts, who, who recently just passed away. Who was a transgender woman of color who uh, was, a, was an icon, and, and she recently died, and she was a great mentor of mine. So uh, voting was instrumental to her, um, I want to keep that legacy going on. And so to lead in that, man, like, yo, <clears throat> thank you all so much for having me on, giving me this platform to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart and voting, man. Voting, voting is, is the only way to change what is going on right now. If you're, if you're watching what's going on in society right now, it is not good. Um, and just simply put it in. So um, right now, uh, my brother, who is the interim county clerk, Chris Holland, um, he is doing the damn thing in Harris County, man. Let me tell you something. Both days, first two days of early voting, and we should backtrack a little bit. Because of COVID-19, early voting got moved up a week, so October 13th on Tuesday because Monday was Indigenous People Day. Um, and so Tuesday was the beginning of early voting and, and the lines were nuts. They were crazy. Um, 128,000 voters showed up at the polls to vote. Uh, and to put that into perspective, that total matched the entire state of Georgia on their first day of early vote. So think about it. And Georgia is what we call a battleground state too, where, where it's 50-50, you can either go R or D, on this go around, but that's insane. For, for Harris County to do that, that is that is amazing and it's tremendous. So, you know, we're super proud of that. Harris County is super proud of that. Like I said, 
Chris Collins, his tremendous staff there, and, and, and the Harris County Clerk's Office who administers voting and is in charge of it, they've done a phenomenal job. And, and the records that are being broken today, um, Wednesday, October, was the 14th, 115,000 people showed up again. So momentum is going, momentum is going. And that broke the last day of 2016. They had 68,000 show up, and that was a record dead, and we're smashing it these past two days. So these have been the highest turnout days in Texas history. Um, clearly, people are wanting their voice to be heard. It is amazing. Uh, an even more tremendous stat is that roughly 12% of the voting population in Harris County has voted so far. That's wild. <laughs> that is wild, y'all. Like, dude, that, that's insane. And then, you know, 10% of total votes right now have, have been coming through drive-through voting, um, which has never happened in the state of Texas. So drive-through voting is you can drive up to the polling location, you're there, they have um, what we call a little finger glove. Some folks have a little funny, funny jokes of that, but it's a finger glove that you put on and you get to vote on the machine. They verify you, everything like that. It's super safe. And so people are doing that. They're driving up to the curbs of these voting locations or parking spots and they're driving through. So early vote has been amazing. And, and, and to find polling locations, um, in, in Harris County, visit harrisvotes.com uh, because that is where you can find polling locations. So you don't have to go to your precinct or somewhere close to your house. If you're coming from work, you can find a polling location there. And the beautiful thing about that is that harrisvotes.com also gives you um, estimated wait times in these lines. So you can figure out without the count, within the county where you can go where there's shorter lines and you don't have to wait for a super long time. So um, harrisvotes.com is definitely the place to go. But y'all, what's going on in Harris County, what's going on in Texas, um, Texas has 16 million registered voters. Within the first two days of early vote, a million people have voted. <laughs> so, and we still have what, 20 some days to go. So it, it's exciting. Um, we're super excited about this. Um, so please go vote. And, and, and I really wanna make a plug to, to young black men. Um, you know, right now, our demographic is super disengaged. For whatever reason, they feel like the system isn't working for them. The system has never been designed to work for us. But let me tell you something, the only way we can fix this, we can make systemic changes to, to systems that have never worked for us is that we have to go vote. Uh, black men, our lives are on the line. Um, as you saw, we had a crime bill that worked against us that, that, that put a lot, uh, put a, frankly a whole generation of black men in prison because of drugs. We've got to vote because we need our education system to be better. We've got to stop the prison, the school, excuse me, school to prison pipeline. We've got to end that. And the way we do that is we hold our elected officials accountable. We go vote and we go show up. So black men, please show up for our black sisters who are in the struggle, who've been on the front line, who've been holding us up for so long. It's really important that we back their play. It's really important that we finally give them our shoulders so that way they can be on it, stand up tall. And look, we got a sister on the ticket, man. Kamala Harris is a black woman. Let's show up, let's show out. Let's go support her because she supported black men through and through. So um, yeah, man, early vote on October 13th through October 31st. And then November 3rd is the big day for election day. And again, find polling locations, voting times. Go to harrisvotes.com and get plugged in, vote. And go take your family members with you, take your friends with you, uh, take anyone you know with you um, to the polls. Because right now, this is the most important election of our lifetime, and it's super, super important. So let's keep the momentum going, let's keep these numbers high, and let's make sure that our voices are heard. 
during early vote and then on election day, November 3rd. We do appreciate that, Otis. Let's head to the comment section right quick before we uh, get everybody else to speak. And Patrick Leahy, y'all know who that is. He said, fellas, keep up, keep the takes coming. I'm locked in. Bring in O to the full-time panel. Phenomenal content. Otis, if you aren't busy, we definitely don't mind you hopping on some more. He said, also, X, the people are touting you as our generation's Roy Firestone. I don't know who Roy Firestone is, but <laughs> if you can help me out with that, Patrick. Otis, you know I who that is? I don't, I don't, who, who is I it? I don't, I don't know I who that is. Y'all know Fat Pat. That, that's that's the goat right there. Center. That's the goat. Let me tell you, he ain't Fat Pat no more now. Yeah, he ain't not Fat no more. Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. I just Google who Roy Firestone is. That's pretty as, good. As long as he's rich, I'm Goochie. He rich? No, he got money? What's network? Network? What's the network looking like? Uh, I can look that up quick. I don't want to pocket. <laughs> no, we pocket watching today. Now, look at that hey, network. If we, if we got... Hey, we Gucci then. We're going to make a couple more. Hey, we're going to make a couple more. We're going to make a couple more. That's definitely not where that compar- comparison is coming from. Hey, like I said, we gonna make a couple more. Like I said, we ain't gonna don't stop the don't stop the grind, baby. We gonna make a couple more. But anyways, now before like I said, before we get into everything else, we want to advocate to everybody that we are not telling people who to vote for. We just letting people know to go out and go vote. Go vote for whoever you want to go vote for. But if you don't vote, you can't say that you can't say that you didn't have a voice because you didn't go out there to go exercise your voice. Correct. Right. All right. All right. Now, the next topic to get in hand is the NFL Week 5 recap. And, of course, if you are checking out our Sports Plug recaps, Ish and I, of course, uh, took care of the recap yesterday. But, of course, we have a very special guest on. And everybody else here, we want to talk about the NFL after five weeks. How you guys... uh, you know, feeling so far after five weeks. How are we looking? They got to cut it, man. They got to cut it. They got to cut the NFL, man. This, this is kind of getting ridiculous. And I, and I, you know, and, and I think that, that I don't know why they're playing Thursday night games to begin with, especially during a pandemic, just throwing everything off. But, guys, you just cannot control what is going on. And I think they're about to get into a place where they're going to have too many teams have to shut down facilities, things like that, and all these things. I mean, for me, it's not even the play on the field. It's about the safety of these guys. The worst thing that can happen to the NFL is that someone catches this thing and, God forbid, they pass away. And it's going to look really bad. You know, I'm about safety first. And... Basketball had it right. I don't, I don't understand the disconnect. Um, you know, you put these guys in a bubble. They quarantine. They got to get rapidly tested all the time. And they have to work the test. You can't put NFL players in a bubble. First of all, there's 53 players. Talk about personnel staff and all these things. So I, I just it, – it's unfortunate that these guys are catching it. And even I know this a little bit off the NFL, but even in college, Nick Saban just caught it. I mean, at what point, you know, I just, this country is amazing when it comes to the bottom dollar. I'll tell you that because we are putting the, the, the health of folks who have family 
who have kids uh, in, in tremendous harm. And I, I just really don't understand it. And I'm playing fantasy football and every week I'm trying to see PPD because the game's postponed and they're trying to figure it out. So um, outside of that, I think the play has been subpar. Uh, you know, there's way too much scoring. Defenses have not caught up because they didn't have training. Um, it's not making the product look great. And so uh, I, I'm really discouraged by the NFL season this, this year, probably because the Texans suck. Um, but also, <laughs> you know, COVID has really put a damper on it. And then that's just my opinion. I know you guys have your own, but uh, I, I'm really, really, really struggling with this this year. No, nah, you're good. We'd love to hear your opinion. Uh, just to piggyback off what you're saying, especially with Nick Saban. Yes, just like you said, a couple hours ago, Nick Saban – um, unfortunately has caught COVID and like you said and I've stated in previous episodes plenty of times if we're going to go ahead and go with this season hey that's on the NFL but if somebody ends up passing away it's not going to be a good look but one thing I know about the NFL the NFL is ran kind of like America they are going to care about their bottom dollar before they care about the, the people it's just it is what it is now Getting to the NBA and MLB, they can have their bubbles right now because they're in playoffs and they don't have as many teams, correct? So over the last, over the past couple of months, they had no, you know, no positive COVID tests right now, so they're doing pretty well in both sports. The NFL plan on having a bubble when the playoffs come, so hopefully there shouldn't be any positive test but the NFL NFL said from the beginning of the season hey we're gonna roll the dice we saw what the we saw with the Titans they had an outbreak of COVID and it postponed their stuff for two weeks and they came back and they were able to play and it looked like they were able to play pretty well last night but moving forward let's hope that we don't have you know more outbreaks or star athletes like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers get COVID and have to sit out in a you know big game and you have guys like yourself that play fantasy and say oh man now I gotta figure out what I gotta do instead of Aaron Rodgers playing I gotta put in Phillip Rivers you know just one of those things where I understand it's as us watching the game you know it affects us but it, let's remember it affects the guys that are actually playing the game and actually getting it you know firsthand. Brett, what you thinking? I mean, well, I mean, specifically for me, I mean, I can relate to what you guys are saying because, I mean, after, like I told you guys, um, after my situation happened at school to where, you know, my whole eighth grade team had to be quarantined. So, um, I mean. Now, now, for people that haven't heard about the story, would you like to go ahead and tell everybody, you know? Well, I can't go necessarily into specifics because they're minors, but my um, – yeah, my team, my eighth grade team, after they got quarantined, and so um, I had to miss my seventh grade game because I wanted to go get tested. And if you go get tested, then you're not allowed to be at the school until you get your results back. Um, and my results were negative, so um, thank God. First, you guys know, like for real, because yeah, that's a whole other issue that we don't want to have. And, and, and speaking to what others were talking about, you know, putting people's families in danger and all that stuff, like, uh, I have my own opinion, and we've had this conversation about having having to go back and teach, and I know, like, a lot of people don't necessarily care, and they have their specific opinions and all that stuff, but mine, personally, are different. Um, 
like when it come to go like when it came to going back uh, teachers didn't have a opinion or an option uh, necessarily and uh, there were a lot of jumps and hurdles to uh, to go through if you wanted to stay home and even if you wanted to stay home you still had to go to school and teach uh, so it's just there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on but back to NFL man it just kind of by just seeing uh, what's going on with all the COVID stuff, it's just like that's the risk, like I said, the NFL is willing to take. And I think it's it's honestly making them look really bad right now. I mean, because obviously everybody loves football, right? Everybody loves football. Everybody loves to watch football. But nobody's going to want to watch games where people are having to I'm saying, sit out because Cam Newton's not playing or – Let's say Patrick Mahomes gets it, you know, or like Lamar Jackson, God forbid, or you know, just like you said, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, something like that. You know, there's gonna be these games going on, and and I do wonder though, what their gauge is like when it comes to postponing a game rather than making the players sit out. You know, because like um, I know I know with the Patriots that they, after saying Cam Newton didn't play, but I wonder. It was like a Patrick Mahomes in a big game. Are they going to postpone it? And I, you know, I kind of want to see like if there's a clear cut guideline to that, or if it's just kind of a case by case basis. Which I'm pretty sure they're going to say it's a case by case basis. Where, you know, we'll see how it goes. But you know, I'll be really interested to see. You know, like Greg likes numbers and facts and statistics. I want to see if there's an actual guideline in place, or if it just oh, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Are they going to tell you, Brett? Are they going to tell you that Patrick Mahomes got COVID when they're sitting in the AFC Conference Championship game trying to go to the Super Bowl? This is this is the nonsense that we're talking about, man. I just. (laughs) But but again, though, if they have the bubble during the playoffs, they probably shouldn't have to worry about that because everything should be good. But again, that's we have to wait and see what happens because we don't know. We don't even know yet if they're going to have the bubble yet. So. You know, we just gotta wait and see how that plays out. Now let's let's get to our Cowboys fan, Napoleon, right quick. How you feeling over there with Dak with his injury? How you feeling with the Cowboys? Man, hey, listen, first of all, I didn't realize watching that shit live that I was gonna feel the way I felt when I saw it. Because I've seen plenty of injuries, I've seen plenty of people get messed up, but man, it was just painful to see him go down and you know. Aside from that, because, you know, maybe it was a free injury. It's not like he pulled a hamstring or something. You know, it was just, you know, bodies were in not the right places at the right time. But aside from his injury, if you look at the league across the board, they got all these players injured within the first week five. Yeah, yeah. Majority of the teams have their practice squads, secondary thirds on the field. It's ridiculous. It's out of pocket. First, speak for the Giants. Don't speak for the Titans. We good over here. <laughs> and as far as the actual season, the NFC East is garbage right now. <laughs> NFC least. That's the NFC least over there. Yep. NFC very least. My goodness. Go ahead, Greg. So I know we talked in the group chat. Uh, I know Ishmael, we agreed. Uh, so I just have to bring up the question again because I didn't think I didn't get Brett's opinion or Napoleon's opinion or Otis. Obviously, I was on the show, so we need your opinion as well. Do you think Dak should have played or you think Dak should have sat out uh, based on the fact that he got injured now? Wait, what do you mean? 
He's talking about before the season, should he went ahead and signed that? I'm sure he went ahead and sat out or tried to. I'm sorry, sat out to try to get a new contract or play the season out like he did right now. Well, if we're being realistic, just based off of a football nigga being a football nigga, he's not about to sit out the season. So that's, you know what I mean? So he was probably going to take whatever he was going to take because probably nobody else was really offering the things that he wanted to be offered or or whatever the case may be. I don't really know the inside details like y'all do, but it seems like if he had better opportunities and other options, then he definitely would have done that. But it probably wasn't in his best interest financially. You know, the shit goes on in life. And probably better that he didn't because, I mean, shit, he out now. <laughs> Otis, Otis, what you got for us? What you got, Otis? Oh, my God, bro. I, God. I didn't, I didn't Man, how do you say no to $30 million guarantees? You know, I think it's it's just super tough to say, yeah, you should say because obviously hindsight's going to be 20. So for me personally, what I set out, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I think that if I outperform my contract and he's looking to negotiate and I'm asking for market value, well, maybe. Uh, Andy Dolan is not, is not the answer. I'll say that right now. Andy Dolan's not the answer. Uh, and so... I would have looked at it. I'm like, all right, cool. Y'all can have Andy. You don't have to. You don't have to pay me. Uh, you know, because I, I, I don't. What I don't understand about that contract situation is, you pay the Marcus Lawrence, you pay Amari, you pay Zeke, you pay three of your offensive linemen. I think you pay Jalen Smith too, and you don't pay the quarterback. I, I, and, and and you keep going to eight and eight. I, there's they're, something harder there now. They're I, not told on him as their quarterback. Eight and eight for eight years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Say say it one more time. It's for the people in the back, as they like to say. They're not sold on him as their quarterback. That's the main. That's where it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. Because, like me and Ish talked about again in, in the sports plug episode yesterday, Andy Dalton looked pretty good. And Dalton looked pretty good slinging the ball out there for the Cowboys. And I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps it up. We have to, again, wait and see how things play out. And if Andy Dalton plays pretty well, we wouldn't be surprised at all if Dak is not in, in Dallas, you know, much longer because, unfortunately, due to an injury, not because of his play. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a job to, in Cincinnati for someone I can't even name now. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. I, I, I can't do it. I cannot You're do it. right. But at the and same time, what? Let's not do that. 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 Let's do not be that guy. Andy Dolan not Let's not do that. Let's not do that. I'm not. There he is. Let's not hold it. He's not a good quarterback. He's not. You're going to compare Cincinnati to Dallas? Otis, oh. I have told you before. I have told you before. Stop doing no. drugs. No, 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 no. Drugs no, no, no. are bad. No, no, no. Let's stop. Let's no. stop now. Let's not do this. Cincinnati, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what locale you're in. Cincinnati was making the playoffs consistently, winning 10 to 11 games a year. Let's not do this. Marvin Lewis had consistently a top 10. Marvin Lewis? Marvin Lewis? Marvin Otis. Otis. 
Marvin, you stop. You stop it. Stop it. Time out. Time out. Let's not do this because if it was no. if we kill. No. We kill. No. Uh, you know, Atkins is scrub. Do you know Atkins is scrub? We ain't talking about that. You said Marvin Lewis. Go back to Marvin Lewis. No, 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 no this is true, but also when you lose when you lose to the Texans consistently in the first round, when the Texans can barely get past anybody in the first round, that's not a good look. And I agree with that. My 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 thing is that I'm not saying Marvin Lewis is great. I'm not saying the Cincinnati Bengals is Bengals is something to write home about. What I'm saying though is we can go back and look at it. They consistently made the playoff. That is factual. They consistently Andy Dalton was winning ten to eleven games. That's factual. They had A.J. Green, who was on pace to break shatter records because of what he was doing. And they could not win the playoffs because Andy Dalton was not a good quarterback. He that didn't have Andy Dalton. weapons that he oh, had. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, Listen, oh, you are oh, mad crazy. Oh, you are oh, mad oh, crazy. Come oh, on, come on, come on. 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 Come are you talking about soccer or are you talking about American football? Because I'm going to you all something. Hold on, everybody, everybody. Time out, Otis. I got one question for you. So you mean to tell me the reason that the Bengals lost those playoff games? I can't even talk right now because you got me out of this world right now, bro. So you mean to tell me the reason why the Bengals lost those playoff games was because of Andy Dalton? Are you telling me this right now? He was bad in those games. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go on mute, go on mute, go on mute. Go on mute for five seconds. Go on mute for five seconds. Go on mute for five seconds, please. Let me ask something, oh. Let me ask something, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Aside from all that, he's a bad quarterback. I understand. But if he continues to show the same consistency of football play that he's showing now, would that change your outlook on him currently? No, because I don't believe he'll get the playoffs and win. No, there's so a the man. So the man can't even make up for his. Oh can't even make up for himself. The oh man can't make up for himself. Everybody, everybody has to have a redemption type of story. Everybody has. Everybody, everybody has redemption stories. So Andy Dalton, why Andy Dalton cannot have the redemption story in in a city? In a state that he's from, why not Dallas? Why I'm not? not? I'm not saying he can't, y'all. Come on now, really? Cincinnati was playing in the AFC North, where well, you have Pittsburgh and you have Baltimore. Ten to eleven games a year and making the playoffs. Otis, Otis you are no, you are delusional. Let me ask you a question. Mute your microphone for five seconds. Just give me five seconds. Mute your microphone. Otis, let me let me ask you a question. Just give me five seconds, brother. Hold on, hold on. Let me break this down in simple terms. No, don't don't mute. Do not mute your microphone because I want you to answer these questions for me. Answer these questions for me. When he was in Cincinnati, was his running back better or worse than Ezekiel Elliott? Worse. Okay. His offensive line, better or worse than the offensive line in Dallas? 
since we didn't have a since we didn't have that bad of offensive line. But but I'll give that I'll give the edge down because they had the um the left tackle uh Connick. he plays he plays for the Rams right now with Wentworth. Yeah, yeah Wentworth, who was yeah. a perennial pro bowler. That yeah, he was a, he went to the Pro Bowl every year, but again, he's not that's not that's not the Dallas Cowboys line right now. Continue. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wide receiving core. The, wide, the receiving core. I'm talking about the entire core, not just one guy. And don't you even bring up. Don't you even bring up no damn Chad Johnson. Who's a, who? TJ. Who's Mazada? Because that damn Carson Palmer time frame. So, so Muhammad Sanu was a scrub in Cincy. Oh, oh lord! Yeah. <laughs> he went to Muhammad. Oh. He even said, "Oh lord!" He even said AJ Green. Muhammad Sanu. Ten seconds. We might have to take you out the broadcast for that one. Muhammad Sanu is better now than what he was then. Facts. Facts. Way better now. Now. Muhammad Sanu, that comes from the Patriots? Not, he, he talking about, he talking about like the past year or two ago. He ain't talking about like right, right now. He talking about right, right now. 15 seconds now. You have 15 seconds now. Are y'all serious? So the Cincinnati Bengals, who consistently made the playoffs in one of the toughest divisions in football. What? The AFC North is the toughest division in football all the time? Are they, you shitting me? One, one you up. One of. I said one of. I said one of. And, and stop okay. it right now. Let us stop it right now. The Pittsburgh Steelers and Baltimore Ravens make the playoffs every year. Oh, come on, y'all. Are y'all serious right now? I am not saying Cincinnati. I am dead serious. I'm not saying Cincinnati Bengals or the Patriots mm-hmm. or the San Francisco Niners or whatever. But y'all, they were winning football games. They made the playoffs seven times in March in the first round. How can you be a quarterback and not get the team over the – okay, so let me get this straight. So when it's Peyton Marvin Lewis Fox. Marvin Lewis So Marvin Lewis So fucking ass. Indianapolis, and he was winning the playoffs. Everybody was killing Peyton Manning. Why is it that Andy Dalton does Cincinnati make the playoffs every year and now we all of a sudden talking about Marvin Lewis? Stop that nonsense. Stop that. It can't be one for one and one for the other. Stop that. Cincinnati was consistently winning football games. When they got to the playoffs, they did not win. That's not conjecture. That's not opinion. That's factual. We can Google that stuff right now. Are you saying this full stupid? This full stupid. That's the only reason why it's making sense. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, Brett. I'm sorry, Brett. My fault. Are you saying are you saying that Andy Dalton got them to where they were? I think Andy Dalton was a great game manager for the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think so he was. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay, okay. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. If he's a great game manager with the pieces that he had in Cincy, why cannot he? Why can he not replicate that in Dallas with the even better pieces that he has, so he can just give that's the ball to them and let them do what they need to do. That's so why are you telling me right now? I want this on record. Are y'all telling me right now? Andy Dalton's better than Dak Prescott. Never said that. No. Never said that at all. Never said that at all. No. What are you doing? If Andy Dalton isn't better than Dak Prescott, 
What makes you think Andy Dog gonna put them over the hump with the pieces they got now? I would make that. Okay, okay. Can I can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? Because we have we have a very special guest, of course, Christine Robichaud. She's joining the broadcast, and of course, because she is an Eagles fan, I want to bring up the Eagles as an example. Carson Wentz as a quarterback might be better than Nick Foles, but when Nick Foles plays in this in the system that the Eagles have and does what he needs to do for the Eagles. He's a better quarterback for what they do than Carson Wentz. So that's what we're getting at is if Andy Dalton's able to do what he needs to do in the system that Dallas has and able to win 11, 12 games with Dallas, who knows what could happen with the Cowboys. If if they move on, if they move on from Dak, I completely understand because they they probably have found their guy when it comes to doing what they need to do to make sure that they get the ball in the right people, right people's hands, and and make the right plays, because again, I'm not saying Dak is a is a bad quarterback, but he might be a better fit for another another system elsewhere. Who knows? It happens. Other quarterbacks are better quarterbacks when they get to another system, when they get to another team. It's not the reason they every, didn't give him every, the money that he asked look, for. Everybody can't be a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady and play for one team for 20, 18, 20 I years. That. I understand that. That's but, all I'm saying. But, 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 but now you brought up Nick Foles. Now you brought up Nick Foles and now that I just got to go off because Nick Foles got hot for four he got hot. He got hot. He got hot for no. He didn't get hot for four games. He got hot for a seat for not just the the playoffs and not just the Super Bowl, but also that next year. Remember, the next year he also led them in the playoffs. They lost, but if they lost exactly, but if I felt like if he was a starting quarterback, I wouldn't be surprised they let him back to the Super Bowl because I feel like Nick Foles is a better fit for the Eagles compared to. Carson Wentz. That's just my why opinion. Also, also, why is Nick Foles? We, we in the because they, I, because they feel like because because the Eagles, the Eagles as an organization, feels like Carson Wentz is their guy, which again is biting them in the butt right now, as we see. Compared to Nick Foles, and Nick Foles went and grabbed the money in Jacksonville, and now he's in Chicago, winning games. Oh, he won it. He won and won right now. He won and won. They got, a, they got a top five defense. That's, that's why they win it. You see the games he's playing right now? Hey, if you're a franchise quarterback with Carson Wentz, make it happen. Oh, please. 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 Hey, I'm just saying. Please 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 stop please. Please. He's been on 16. What does that matter? He won a Super Bowl. Oh, did you reach him, bro? Reach him, bro. He won the Super Bowl. reaching with that team. You're getting bumped up to 30 seconds. You're reaching. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. Apparently they can't win when Carson Wentz is the quarterback. So um, I I was gonna win a quarterback. Uh, like, no, the reason he's not there is because they drafted Carson Wentz and they want to go with the guy they drafted. So hey, let's, let's go ahead and check out the the YouTube comments right quick. Of course, oh. our boy Sire, of course, checking out the broadcast. He says, Dak. And, of course, uh, Christine Robichaud, she says, his second postseason wasn't nearly as good stats-wise. And, again, like I say in the show, on the sports plug all the time, I don't care about stats. I care about results. So it's not about the stats. It's about the results. Frank Wright uh, left, and, and that's when his office fell apart. It's very true. 
let's and let's not forget Carson was having MVP season. I, I don't give a damn about that. Stop. I, stop. Stop saying. Stop bringing that up. Okay. Stop bringing that crap up when it comes to Carson Wentz. That was four. That was three years ago. I don't want to see the comment no more. I don't care. I don't care about the comment because every time. Carson Wentz gonna be retired. He gonna be sixty-five years old, and people still gonna be like, "Remember when the MVP season they had before he got hurt and went to the Super Bowl?" I, Pepper Farr remembers. I don't give a damn. You so Stop bringing that up. Christine, Stop. I don't care. Stop bringing that MVP. Okay, you know what? I was an MVP in my goddamn lifetime too. I don't, look, it don't matter no more. It don't matter. At the end of the day, that season's over with. We're talking about 2020. We're talking about right now. I need to make sure that everybody know. Anyways, before we wrap up this topic, let's go ahead and finish up with way too early Super Bowl predictions of week five. Since we have Otis on here, way too early Super Bowl predictions. What do you got for us, Otis? Man, I'm probably going to go KC You mad? He no. they playing out the Super Bowl high still. Yeah, no, like they're not playing full games right now. I agree, Brett. Y'all now, especially, especially no. playing against the divisional games with the Chargers and the Raiders. They should have lost to the Chargers. They should have oh, lost to the Chargers man. for sure. And the Chargers could have, would have, could have, would have. I mean, the Chargers are surprising everybody right now. They should have. I mean, that's why they'll be AFC favorites next year. Yes, should have, could have, would have, Greg. But. They shouldn't have lost to the Saints. Uh, I I will say the Saints are probably the most disappointing team this year. Got some turmoil going on in New Orleans with uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Can you can you make your pick, Brett? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, outside of Seattle, my AFC team right now, man, honestly. I don't know. I, I really don't know. All right. Thank you, Brad. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. Go, go, Ish. Somebody, Jesus Christ. My goodness. Okay. Um, AFC Championship game. I got a rematch of last year. The Chiefs facing the Houston Oilers. I got the Oilers losing to the Chiefs and the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl once again. In the NFC, I got Seattle playing against Green Bay, and I have Green Bay beating the Seahawks. So Aaron Rodgers, that bad man, is going to be playing Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and I do think that Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way to win. I'm going to pick against my Chiefs. Because I just feel like 
it's gonna be hard to do it back to back. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I could even see them losing to the Oilers in the AFC Championship game potentially, but um, I'll be there too because Derrick Henry always get them fits for some reason. All right, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and uh, finish up with mine. So, not gonna lie, I was pretty scared last night. I thought we were gonna come out pretty rusty, but after last night, I'm gonna mark it down today. We're going to the Super Bowl. The Tennessee Titans are going to the Super Bowl this year, and we're playing against the Seattle Seahawks. And the Titans are winning the Super Bowl this year. The Lakers won it. The Titans are going to win it this year. It's going to be a hell of a year for me. That's what's going to happen. Mark it down. Week five. We I cannot wait to see. What you got, Nap? Ain't got shit. And don't say no damn Cowboys. And nah, they ain't going nowhere except the crib. But um, unless Andy Dalton pulls some shit out of his ass and proves Hold is completely wrong, <clears throat> now 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 I want to see this shit happen. But on some real shit. I mean, as far as football goes, I have no idea, but I would like to see Aaron in that bitch, you know what I'm saying, slinging rocks and shit, doing what he do. Other than that, if it ain't the Cowboys, I really don't give a fuck. Already, already. <laughs> Christine says Ravens and Seahawks. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, if you are watching, go ahead and uh, throw in your super early Super Bowl predictions and uh, let us know who you think will be in the Super Bowl as of week five. I know. All right, let's go. What's up, Brett? I don't, I don't like the I'm, – I'm not sold on the Ravens. Bro, you oh, I'm not at all. No, Brett does not get to have an I opinion after okay. <laughs> earlier. You ain't even give your – Reneging ass motherfuckers okay, at your ass up. You, you must renege in spades. I, I know you renege in spades. I'll never I, play spades with your ass. I, I think the Steelers might surprise people this year. We got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. Okay, they look good. They look good. Second team. Still didn't pick a team, but yeah, well, all right. Thanks, Brad. It all depends on Big Ben's health. It all depends on Big Ben's health. That's not very good. I think the AFC Championship is going to be the Steelers and Titans. And I think the Steelers are going to win. That's an old school matchup right there, baby. Old school matchup game right there, baby. I don't think the Chiefs are going to get there. You a true hater on Kansas. I'm just saying, y'all right off that championship high. We've seen it so far. I'm just saying, beginning of the week. Just no worry, we we taking names to everybody that's counting us out right, right. now. One, two, three, four, right? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Everybody mm-hmm. that's not a Chiefs fan, basically. So mm-hmm. make sure. X Williams, make sure you mind mine now. <laughs> spell <laughs> spell, <laughs> spell correctly, ho. You can put mine double. Nah, All right, like I said, let's go ahead and finish up this show with, is there a such thing as going too far with your friends? Ish, I'm going to let you go ahead and run with this one because this was you guys' topic. So go ahead and start. Actually, can can you? He froze like a mug. That boy froze like a mug. That was not clear and concise about what this topic actually was. That's so why. That's why Ish is about to explain before your ass froze. So let him explain. Oh shit! So shut your ass up and sit your ass back. Thank you. Anyway, um, so on Twitter, Greg posted a video of some dudes who recorded showing their friend a video of his girlfriend being proposed to, um, and they were laughing, joking, and playing, and they posted it on social media so everybody could see 
him seeing his girl get engaged to somebody else. So it just and Greg commented on it, and you know I kind of felt the same way that he felt. Like I felt like that was really whack for you to post a video of your friend having this moment where he's finding this information out, and for y'all to just be laughing, joking. Like it's cool to be laughing and teasing your friend at certain points, but to do that at his expense and post it on social media was kind of like for me that crossed the line. I don't know about y'all, but. I wanted to see what everybody felt in the group as far as like, is there such thing as going too far uh, joking with your friends? First question, is that even your real friend? A nigga doing some shit like that? Because <laughs> my real friend not gonna have that thought yeah. going his fucking head to begin yeah. with. You feel me? So I, the classification is if that's a friend, then yeah, that's too far, my nigga. But you probably wasn't my friend to begin with. Hey, my man posted, he posted that they were laughing and joking after he commented later because everybody was talking about how they were wrong for it. And he was like, Well, first off, one of the other people posted it. And secondly, uh, you know, we were laughing and joking and we just kept drinking afterward. So apparently that's his friend. Go ahead, Greg. Um, I just think that, you know what I'm saying, nowadays people are just fucking douchebags. And it's usually this younger generation. They try to do everything for likes and retweets and all types of shit like that. So these younger niggas, they probably don't understand the, the, the loyalty and I guess the privacy that comes with being a friend, you know what I'm saying? Because if I seen my girlfriend get proposed to by another nigga, that shit need to stay off social media. As far as my reaction to it, and as far as my other niggas knowing that shit, that's just my opinion. Because I don't give a damn. Hey, man, I'm about to set your house on fire. You put that shit on social media, bro. Damn, man. Hey, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't play that shit, bro. That shit's corny. Hey, hey, I'm just saying that shit corny, bro. Like, I don't. I'm glad y'all, are my niggas, y'all don't do that goofy ass shit. For the most part, y'all very private. With, you know what I'm saying, with y'all, how y'all move and shit like that. So, obviously, if y'all probably with your own personal lives, y'all not going to put my personal life and my fucking hardships on fucking social media. That's fucking bullshit. Call him call him Greg Left-Eye Turner. Greg Left-Eye Turner. Hey, hey, but... Hey, I'm very vindictive, so I don't like people playing with me. Clearly, like nigga. I'm very vindictive. And uh, shout out to Sire. He said, Greg, get, Greg really got issues. Yeah, yeah, he really do. Sorry, you're an asshole for that. <laughs> now you're the asshole for having that mindset. These fucking me. You burn down motherfucker house. That's a lot. You feel me? Like uh, that's called an arson. It's called hey, arson. Hey, hey you, you know gotta go fire, get gasoline. You gotta go get some matches or whatever. You're gonna start the fire with. I'm getting a fucking flamethrower. That's definitely premeditated. My man is like. He said flamethrower. Flamethrowers. Hey, flamethrowers are legal though. I know, but what about you about to get one in? You gonna hey, burn I'm gonna figure it the fuck out. Hey, I'm smart. I'll figure it out, right? Amazon, you gonna hold Amazon that hoe? It's Prime Day. Speaking of Amazon, it's Prime Day mm-hmm. yesterday and today. Niggas got about thirty hours. Go ahead, get you, go ahead and get you that flamethrower at your doorstep in two days. Hey, sorry, you might be right though. I do got some issues. I'm thinking about burning people's houses down during a pandemic. Yeah, you so. need to go ahead and check out a psychiatrist. Race. Hey, but real shit though, I don't know if I'm about to be laughing and joking and shit. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't really like his girlfriend. Maybe it was just a girl he was fucking with, and then he seen that, so it ain't really hurt him like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's that man look hurt. 
Nah, my man look hurt. You gotta watch the video. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. I didn't see a video, but what I also think it could have been is a lot of a lot of the younger generation do it too. A lot of generation, y'all, a lot of the younger generation know that they can do a fake situation for likes and retweets. So was it something that was fake? You know, was it was it something that they knew what they were doing and they they're they're getting everybody? Because we seen I've seen a couple. Remember that that couple that was a Texas Roadhouse that was talking about? Oh, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him back. This you know this broke dude or whatever it's like that. And then the guy said, Oh, look at my beautiful queen. You know something like that. And they they ended up doing it on purpose to see if they were gonna go viral, and they did. So was that one of those situations? I, I don't know. I haven't seen the video. It's, mm. Potentially, it could be. I mean, you never know nowadays, but. Um... Either way, I don't know about that one, bro. Well, that's all. All social media is doing from time to time is is unfortunately making our generation little boy that cry wolf, because it's all it's doing is oh, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. But what is the content you're putting out? You know, we're doing what we're doing. It might not be for everybody. You know, it might not get a million a million hits. It might not get a million views. That's fine, but. I don't want to have to go to the lowest of depths to try to get a million views because I want to get attention. Because if you are true to yourself, you true to do what you do, sooner or later the attention going to come if you keep on pushing out what you're trying to do, correct? This nigga, what the fuck was Nap that? over there trying to play some new music. Go ahead, play that for the next track. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. I will say that that, 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 um, you know, I, I just like y'all, y'all are super close, and I remember y'all been close for forever. But, uh, hold up, bro. Even, even myself with y'all, knowing y'all, I wouldn't even do that to y'all, knowing that we still, you know, know each other, or whatever. Like, I have my own group of boys, and there's no way we'd ever do that to each other. I mean, you, at, and also, too, at some point as men, you gotta grow up. Like, that, that's just a maturity thing. Like, I, if, my, my, my first inclination is if one of my boys has a girlfriend she can propose to, and you see that, my inclination is, oh, let me film it and post it on social media. My first thing is like, yo, we don't have to go handle some business, right? Like, that, like, 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 am I missing something here? Did he not? Like, I, no. I like, your, your first reaction is, wait, let's post on social media and then laugh after the fact. Like, so y'all, because I'm an ex a little bit on this, like, so we're y'all in a relationship at all? Like I don't. That's so weird to me. Like my girlfriend being proposed to by another dude, and like I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't know. This is this is really confusing. Cause I, I that that to me is crazy. And now is right. Like, I, why would how could you consider that person a friend doing that to you? That that I, I don't know. That, that, and bro, he showed they was at a whole ass house party. And that's when you decide yeah. to show me these detrimental events so, so of my life, video. these unfortunate circumstances of my so life. You just watch the video, until we out here drinking, fucking with the hoes and shit. I just said I didn't shit. watch the video. I just watched right now. I need to sit your ass up. <laughs> Goddamn. Let me talk. That, that, that's what, that was the, the noise that was in the background. <laughs> you watched the video? <laughs> nah, I had that whole low. I didn't watch the noise. I just watched the video. Great. Man. Damn <laughs> watch the noise. I didn't watch the noise. I just watched the video. I watched noise. I watched noise. If you have third eye vision, you can see the sound waves, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just the the sound waves. Waves. I didn't realize you was the three eye raven. Like, if, <laughs> I up, if I pull up this fucking music program right now, I guarantee you can watch this sound waves. Yeah. You, 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 you can see the sound waves and shit. You can. You can pull up Fruity Loops and see sound waves. 
You can pull up D virtual DJ and see sound, my nigga. You feel me? Y'all stupid as hell. Shut up. Semantics. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Sound, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I said that shit. They some hoes, bro. Bro, we shit. Oh, this earlier drugs are bad. What do you think? Oh, what were you telling Otis earlier? Drugs are bad. Yeah, drugs, <laughs> my man. Let <laughs> let let nap no, please. please. What? Drugs are bad for you. I, I ain't doing no drugs <clears throat> except this Jaeger. I don't know what's really in this shit. It come from where? That shit come from Germany. Yeah, so you know <laughs> everything, everything in that motherfucker. It shit come from Germany. LSD in that motherfucker. and it's black. I like black. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I bet. I like all colors. Oh, I bet you do, nigga. Because all colors matter. All colors matter. And speaking of all colors... And speaking of all colors mattering, Otis, just to let you know, we'll definitely have you back on for our political episode when, when the election gets here and another mm -hmm. month from now. Uh... We're, we probably might have two episodes. We might have one prior to the election and then one right after the election. Of course, the election is on Tuesday. We have our shows on Wednesday. So we'll definitely have you on. We'll have a couple of other guests uh, on as well so we could talk a little more about some politics. and just It's going to be a about, debate. It might be a debate. It also might just be some inform information the that, that the people right. that are watching need to need to hear. So and You know, you know what? We, I don't know if the fans have peeped the uh, link tree or not. But let's go ahead and get some good, helpful, informational links and website. That way we can really bring the people into the fold. That way they're not just clicking links to go watch the video. They can click links to go get some information, see who they really, you know what I'm saying, voting for or whatever health information, financial information, all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? I Especially, agree. I agree. You know, this. Uh, I, can, I can link that one thing that I sent you guys. Well, whatever the links that you have, Otis, send it to me. We'll link it in this YouTube video that we have on the Sports Plug and also on our Kim Folk and them YouTube page as well. Uh, before we head out for tonight, is there anything you guys want to let the people know about? No, but people, if you do have any helpful oh. information, you know, send it to if you if you're looking for a platform to promote that information, go ahead and send it. Hit our inbox. If you don't want to hit the Kimfo inbox, hit my inbox personally. I ain't gonna trip. So that way we can go ahead and keep this shit moving. Cause each one teach one. How are we gonna make proper choices if we're not properly educated? You feel me? So. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Greg. Also, everybody out there, you know, if you got some topics you want to talk about, hit the message. We got the message gene opening for the kinfolk and them. Obviously, our names are on there, so hit us, you know, personal message, you know what I'm saying? You want something to talk about, let us know. We'll talk about it on here. We need to start doing that. Get the fans more engaged with us, you know what I'm saying? So if y'all got any topics I want to talk about, something we're not informed about, something we are informed about that we probably didn't think about in the moment, hit us up, you know what I'm saying? We're open to any ideas. Thank you, Greg. Um, I'm going to say if you have some time, uh, definitely check out the Louder Than a Riot podcast from NPR uh, regarding the um, criminal justice system and how rap music ties into that. It is a really good podcast to listen to if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Also, um, Michael Harriet 
tweeted something about the long wait times in Georgia that I thought was amazing. A lot of background on history and everything. If you don't know who Michael Harriet is, go check him out on Twitter. He posts a lot of really good information. Uh, definitely go read that. I think I retweeted that. So if you got my personal um, Twitter, go check that out and read that whole thread because it is, I mean, really, it'll open your mind to a lot of things. Um, I think we kind of alluded to it earlier uh, where Otis was saying, you know, um, black males, we got to step up in the voting. And this thread kind of addressed some of that. So definitely go check that out. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Brett, and again, thank you for staying awake. Yes, sir. Yes. No, but seriously, but, but seriously though, before you get up out of here, thank you though again, uh, Otis, for, for being on and, and thank you for everything that you do for the for Harris County and uh, for you know for us being able to see you in the hallways of Langer Creek High School, what you're doing now. We definitely are proud and keep doing the keep you know continuing on the hard work. And uh, like Christine says, vote. Hey, yep. get y'all asses all out cap. there. Go out and go vote. All cap and. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, in a couple more weeks. Otis will be on. We'll talk a little bit more about politics. But we'll, we'll, all of us, Kim folk, will be here next week, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern on the Sports Plug. And also, Kim folk, and um, thank you very much for uh, joining the broadcast today. See you guys next time. Fuck Marvin Lewis. <laughs>